Okay, everybody, today we're going to talk about something that's really exciting. We have Jennifer here, and she's going to talk about how she's licensed her product ideas, and you're going to get everything here, so stay tuned. Yeah, we want to talk a little bit about you, Jennifer. I want to know, what do you do? What do you do for a day job? What do you do, and why did you even start inventing? Good question. So I work in IT, uh, so very different from the creative space. Um, I love my job in IT, but I also love the hands-on aspect of building and creating something that you don't get when you're building websites, right? Uh, so by nature, I'm a very creative, artistic person, and I have three young kids. And so we're doing lots of arts and crafts all the time. And when uh, we have an idea for something that we want to do and it doesn't exist, uh, we we make it. And that's just kind of how I, uh, at one point, you know, I, I started to think, gosh, we've made some pretty cool stuff that other people might like. And that's when I started exploring, do I bring these to market myself okay. or is there another way? And that's when I found licensing. <laughs> okay, wonderful. A lot of people are wondering, do I have time to do this? So can you answer that question? Because I know you, you're a mother, you've got kids, you're busy. How do you find time to invent and how much time does it take? Yeah, so it varies. You know, every week is a little bit different. Uh, but if you want to do this, you'll make the time to do it. Right. Okay. And uh, if it's something you enjoy, you don't feel like I'm giving up all this time to do this thing. It feels right. like this is really fun and exciting. Uh, so instead of watching TV at night, I'd rather do this. This is more, you know, rewarding and fun for me. So okay. I guess it's just uh, kind of what's what's inside of you and what do you really want to be doing? Okay. Thank you. Let's talk about InventRight real quick. All right. So you're doing this by yourself. You're curious. Why did you join InventRight and what did it do for you? Yeah. So I started doing some research on product uh, licensing and it was something that I knew a little bit about, really just from my Shark Tank viewing, <laughs> uh, but I knew there was a lot to it, right? Um, I started to look at, you know, what what is required in terms of, you know, patenting an idea and what would I need to have to submit to a company? How do I talk to these people? And that's when I realized I want the help, right? It might've been something I could have learned myself, but there would have been a pretty long runway with that. So I got where I wanted to be much faster with InventRight. I licensed uh, three products in a year and a half, basically. So I don't think that would have happened without the class. Okay, very good. Well, I want to jump in and talk about something a little bit different. Um, I want to talk a little bit about that creative process because everybody wonders, how do you come up with ideas? Is it, is it do you just pull it out of your head? How do you invent? Because I know you have three products that you've licensed. We're going to talk about them in a minute, but how do you come up with ideas? Yeah, so two of them were inspired by my children. Uh, and then one was actually inspired by Bridging the Gap. And I was listening to, it's Genuine Fred now, I think is what they're called. Uh, and I came up with a product idea for them that okay. then evolved into a game. So okay. that's my wine night game. It started out as this funny wine glass. And then I thought, now, this is more of a game, actually, and so that's how that became a game. But uh, the kids' products were inspired by my kids. So I just started watching what uh, they were naturally interested in or, or maybe looking for things that they needed that didn't exist, and then I filled those gaps okay. with these products. 
Let's talk about bridging the gap. You mentioned that. What is that? I know what that is. Explain in your words, what is bridging the gap? Yeah, bridging the gap is a way for inventors to uh, be able to kind of peek behind the curtain is what I is what I like to, to say, right? And so you're um, getting to listen to these companies who are looking for ideas, talk about exactly what they want and how to best work with them and present to them. So they're basically telling you, this is exactly what we need. Can you help us? Okay. Uh, which is fantastic. And then from there you have an invitation to submit your ideas and you can work with your coach in tandem to make sure that your presentations are really polished before yeah. you get them over to uh, whatever you know company they're working with. Well, what's amazing, real quick, everybody, Bridging the Gap is this wonderful program that Jennifer just mentioned where InventRight brings on two companies a month and you get to meet them. You get to meet the decision makers and they give you their wish list and then you start to hit the target. It makes it a little bit easier. Um, I want to talk a little bit about um, one of your products now. In fact, we're going to do, you guys, just so you're watching this, we're going to go through all of her products very, very thoroughly because I think they're really amazing because she's licensed how many, how fast again? You got to say it again. Uh, well, it's more than three because one of them has a holiday edition. Okay. Um, so four, I would say. Okay. People always ask, how long does it take? And you did it pretty fast, right? I mean, it did, but it's still longer than you want it to be. <laughs> of course, <laughs> it just is that way. I had, I've had two that fell through. So okay. I had initial licensing deals okay. that fell through, and then I was basically, you know, not starting over, but starting over the pitching process. Well, before we get into, let's talk about something falling through because I think it's kind of interesting. So you just don't hit a home run every time. Things do fall apart. And how do you get back? How do, how do you overcome that rejection when something falls apart? Yeah, it's so frustrating because, you know, lots, lots of times you invest a lot, you know, in that company, right? And getting to know a lot about the company and you have a great relationship and you're right. excited uh, and something falls through uh, because of something that's completely out of your control and a lot of times out of their control. Uh, so after you get over the initial shock and frustration, what you have to remind yourself is this product has merit. Okay. Because the company was in, willing to and wanting to invest in you. So then okay. you pick yourself up and you find the next company that will also, you know, love the product as much as both of you do. Oh, very good. Very good. All right. Let's dive in here. Let's talk about your products for just a minute. Let's, which one do you want to talk about first? My favorite is the fountain. Hmm. My favorite, too. All right. Talk about that. Talk talk about that. In fact, we're going to show that up on the screen. We're going to put down below where you can purchase it. Talk about that. What is it? What does it do? And how did you come up with it? Yeah. So it's funny. Uh, I was driving with my kids in the car and uh, driving down the road. And there was this uh, big building and they had just put in this amazing fountain, this outdoor fountain. And it changed colors. Uh, and so the water looked like it was different colors. And it made some cool noises, and they talked about it the entire drive home. So it was like a half-hour drive home, how cool this fountain was. And then the next couple of days asking me, can we drive by the fountain, right? <laughs> so I was like, this is so funny. They love this thing. Okay. All right, so what do we have? You know, my mind immediately goes to, all right, there's an opportunity here, right? Uh, in the toy, play, fun space, what do we have here for kids? And I started looking, and lots of those little tabletop fountains for us to put on our desks with, you know, the cute okay. rocks and stuff like that. Uh, you can buy fountains to put outside your house, but nothing that is really kid friendly. 
So from there, I decided that same day, because that's how I work, I get an idea and I immediately want to know, is it going to work or is it garbage? And go to, you know, Lowe's or Home Depot, I can't remember. And I spent $28. I bought this cute little pot, uh, the the pump, the little replacement pump that you would put into a fountain uh, that would sit on your desk. From there, I went to Hobby Lobby and bought some rocks and some cute little decorations. And then when the kids got off school that day, I said, we're going to make fountains. They were so excited, made their fountains. Sure enough, they actually worked. I didn't know if they would. Um, And then that's where this idea came from. All right. So you have this great idea. The the kids inspire you. You build it at the local hardware store. You put it together. What do you do next? I mean, who do you reach (laughs) out to? How, How does that process work? Yeah, so um, I made sure to get some good content. That's always important. So especially if you're doing something with your kids, which I know a lot of inventors do. I know April, she's an amazing coach for InventRide. I follow her a lot because I think she and I have similar paths and interests. She's a mom and really gets her kids involved. So when you're doing it in the moment, you want to capture that content really good content, their first reaction, right? Oh, okay. Uh, so I had some awesome videos, my kids talking about the product, and then um, some cute pictures. I actually did my own cell sheet uh, because I've gotten pretty good at Canva. So, okay. you know, I put my cell sheet together uh, and then I just kind of started looking online to see, you know, okay, who might be some some good candidates for products like this? It's sort of, to me, it was definitely in that craft space, okay. right? Because you're creating something. Um, it's different, though, than like the terrariums that are out there. But okay. I started to look at who are some companies that do some of these little like terrarium type things, other DIY craft kits. They, they skew mostly toward little girls. Okay. Uh, and I found this company reached out, they came back to me the next day and they were like, let's get on the phone. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, you reach out to one company and they get back that fast? Yeah, yeah, so that was, that's not the norm. (laughs) Not the norm. Um, But the next day it was uh, the owner of the company and he was like, love it. Um, You know, we wanna move forward with it. So that is not the norm, but it was fantastic. We have to step back for a minute because I remember when I first met you and you sent over your cell sheets to me. Do you remember what I first said to you? Do you, do you remember back I then? don't, but I know that you had more confidence in me than I had myself. <laughs> well, I, I want everybody to know this, that I saw something pretty special and I just said to myself, she's gonna license. I mean, there's something about how, you, how you're thinking about the products, their, their point of difference, they had some uniqueness, they had a wow factor. Something was really going on with all of that. So um, I'm just going to pat myself on the back and, go, <laughs> and say I was right. Okay, You're so. right. I didn't know, but you knew. So. I, I, I can see it. We've been around long enough. I could see it from a distance. Okay, let's talk about your next product that you've licensed. Show me another one now. Noah, uh, I'll do the bear. Okay. So. This one, I'll talk about this one because uh, this one, it's a little bit hard to see. Let me see. Okay. Um, it's a cute little bear. Okay. Uh, also inspired by my kids. Okay. My daughter, actually. Uh, so this is a need that I identified, uh, right? It, so my daughter, she's nine. And right. I noticed that in stressful situations, which is interesting thinking about a nine-year-old in stress, but 
school's hard today, you know, and they have a lot of tests and tons of homework. And okay. so I started to see, especially at night, she would display a little bit of anxiety. And I've okay. struggled with anxiety in the past and it immediately red flags as a mom. It's like, I want to get this under control now. I want to teach her how to manage her anxiety. Okay. So I need something, you know, I need some help. I know there's all these techniques for managing anxiety and I don't know what they are. So I start, I start researching to see in terms of, you know, like therapeutic toys and something to help her with her anxiety. I can't use a little um, noise machine that's made for a, a, a baby nursery. Okay. You know, so that's not going to work. She's nine. I need something a little different. Uh, and I just wasn't finding anything. Uh, so I did a bunch of research and kind of came up with these are the best three techniques to teach children uh, in terms of how to manage stress. And it was visualization. So like you're at the park and you're with your best friends. Right. It's a great day, right? Uh, deep breathing and progressive muscle relaxation. Okay. So I thought, all right, I, I need to teach them those things and I want to do it in a way that is fun. And so I'm going to put it inside of a toy. Okay. And bears are comforting. Yes. So let's put those things together. And I also wanted to be able to take it a little further and uh, say that this is something that's been approved and, and is recommended by therapists. Hmm. So it was a little bit different. I had to reach out uh, or I decided to reach out to Omaha Play Therapy and ask them if they would be willing to work with me in exchange for some products. Oh. I got this to market. Okay. So. Wonderful. All right. What about the next one? Next one's a... Um, they're all very different. I really love yeah. how they're kind of different. Okay, so let's talk about the next one. Yeah, so this is Wine Night. Wine Night. Okay, tell <laughs> You must like to play games. I like wine. You like the wine. All right. Okay, good. Sometimes I like to wine. Okay. So it oh. works out. Uh, I do. I do like games. I don't okay. play them as much anymore. I play mostly okay. Candyland. All right. <laughs> um, but I, re I remember playing adult games. Okay. And how fun that was. And so that was a bridging the gap. I said earlier, uh, Genuine okay. Fred, they make some of the coolest products. I go on their website like every week just for fun. Fun stuff. Uh, and so they wanted, you know, something. And they, at that time, I don't remember what it was that they said that got me thinking about drinkware. Or maybe it was, you know, I think it was the really cool, the whiskey wedge. Yes that came out. So uh, yeah, the whiskey wedge, and I started thinking about wine. Yeah, there's the whiskey this wedge. my favorite. Yeah. Yes, this is an awesome product. Yeah. I sneak it in airports every time I travel and I yeah. just get so excited. Um, so anyway, I started thinking about wine okay. and I came up with an idea for a wine glass with a funny spinner on the bottom. And then it just turned into like, it's more, it's this game and you get to drink wine and wine. Sometimes that's it. fun. Okay. Everybody asks, Jennifer, why do I need a coach? Tell us why is it important to have someone helping you? Yeah, I mean, you know, you get into those situations where you there's no guidebook <laughs> that's gonna help you out, right? There's no yes. one answer. And that's when you need your coach. It's uh, when a company, you know, is ready to talk to you and they come back with a question that you're just not quite sure how to answer, you've never heard before. Okay. Uh, that that's when the coach comes in clutch at that point, I would say. Uh, so yeah, it's just those things that you can't, you can't predict. Yeah. It's interesting. A lot of people, some, someone will ask me one question and I'm, I'll tell them that's a great question. I can answer it, but there's probably 50 more. You don't know 
to ask even now. And that interaction back and forth between a company and you, they're interviewing your, they're looking at your product, but they're really interviewing you too to see if they're going to bring you in. So it's really important to have someone helping you with some of those questions. But now, now that you've been doing this for a while, how easy is it to, to, to create, to pitch, to get into companies now that you know the whole process? I, you know, it's easier, uh, but I still have my network. Okay. Right. So I would say that it's always good. And I still reach out to you, you know, and to Andrew once in a while. Right. So I think no matter how good you are at something, it's always nice to have that person who's just going to be able to give you another perspective. Well, I'm really glad you said that because I don't think you ever stop learning. Right. And I'm glad that you asked to come back to bridging the gap to get back in because it's all about relationships. It's all about community. It's all about growing. But it's all about hard work, isn't it? How It is hard work, right? Yeah. It's a lot of work. Wow. Well, congratulations on everything. I think it's truly remarkable. And you're so talented. And I'm so glad you're willing to share. And I'm so glad you're a part of our program. Me too. So it's been fun. What a, what a great job. So thank you so, so much for helping all of us. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I enjoy it.